you are given a form you fill it and a young lady wearing a lab coat asks you a few questions you see her id it says physician assistant and she then guides you to a cabin it smells strongly of phenol and you kind of guess there she greets you makes you comfortable and asks you a few questions and then asks if she can examine you you experience a mild discomfort by the examination and she orders an ultrasound scan and then you proceed to the next room you see a machine that looks like a laptop and then you get the scan done everything is normal you go back to the cabin you get prescribed antibiotics for infection and then you just go home see this is how a typical obigain visit is but do you always think this is how it was do you always think this is how simple it was hi i am dr arvind santosh i am an obigain from chennai india i'm here to walk you around stuff that men women and all the non binary people find hard to talk about so put on your comfortable shoes and let's go find the g spot we have been giving birth for millennia so when exactly did this development start like all things a big part of this started with hippocrates that guy had done the intellectual work of almost the whole of earth at that point of time in 5th century bc he had described the process of labor even though he said that the baby kicked itself out of the mother we can appreciate him for the effort he also described instrumental deliveries instrumental deliveries is one in which we use a device to help us deliver a baby it can be a forceps or a vacuum device or something like a hook watch three idiots on anban well he did something like that what amir or vijay did way before the lord was born now they did not use these things on live babies just the ones which had died and had to be delivered there were other instruments which look like medieval torture devices more on this later as time passed the word entered into the dark ages these were times when the devil was blamed for almost everything baby died it was because of the devil mother died it was because of the devil and it was because the baby was the devil in short it was a very bad time for lucifer and a lot of women and babies no development can occur if people in power keep blaming someone all the time till the establishment of medical colleges birthing was dealt by midwives medical colleges didn't allow women to enroll this started a war between midwives and doctors the effect of which can be felt even today midwives who were doing this for thousands of years felt that doctors did not have the experience or the expertise also they had to see their role being diminished by men with degrees in the 17th century if the baby was not in a normal vertex position meaning the head down it had poor chances of survival till that point of time all the doctors or the midwives relied on is something called as an external version in which they press the abdomen of the mother to rotate the baby so that the head comes down in 1663 francois mauricio became famous for delivering babies who were in breech position that is the buttock of the baby came out first not the head even though the maneuver is named after it was described before him and like all influences 
he did not give the credit when he copied it so what did they do if the baby was in a normal position but there was difficulty in childbirth enter dr peter dr peter chamberlain had a family secret they were pioneers in obstetric forceps these are instruments used to catch the baby's head and pull the baby out but they only used it for women in their family and then the families of very close friends so it was a secret for over a hundred years why the answer is religion the church was pretty much against everything at that time peter chamberlain moved to london and became surgeon to the queen attending the wives of both james 1 and charles 1 in childbirth only after this did forceps become accepted by the medical and religious community even at the start of the 19th century childbirth was still dangerous to women maternal death affected all social classes and across england and wales 1 in 200 pregnancies ended in death of the mother but there was something off more maternal deaths happened at hospitals than in birthing centers it was nearly 10 times more than deliveries outside maternal death rates used to reach 2 to 8 per 100 deliveries in 2020 it was around 0.0013 per 100 or 130 per lakh the contagious nature of puerperal fever had been recognized by alexander gordon years ahead of his time at the end of the 18th century he realized that the disease was transmitted from one case to another by doctors and midwives and that there was a close relationship between puerperal fever and erysipelas later which was found to be caused by streptococcus dr ignaz semmelweis working in vienna was shocked with the death of an admired professor the professor's finger had been cut during an autopsy of an infected case semmelweis who was struggling to understand the fearsome death rate in his obstetric unit concluded that cadaveric material caused infection and he made his student wash their hands in chlorinated lime between postmortem and the labor ward within months during 1847 he reduced deaths in his unit to a level similar to that in a neighboring midwife led unit where staffs did not attend postmortems semmelweis was ridiculed and discredited and he returned to his native budapest he did not live to see the day in 1879 when louis pasteur identified the streptococcus as the cause of puerperal fever and now more than 100 years later we are indebted to him remember every time you wash your hands the doctor who introduced it was labeled mad by the people in 1831 a bold american chemist mixed whiskey with chlorine and lime thus was discovered the most used drug for kidnapping chloroform it was initially used as a pesticide until 1847 simpson experimented with chloroform simpson and his three friends first inhaled chloroform on the 4th of november 1847 Four days later, he administered it to a patient, a Mrs. Carstairs, who was so grateful that she named her baby girl Anastasia. He reported the case to the Medical Chirurgical Society of Edinburgh on 10 November 1847. Three weeks later, at the society's meeting on 1st December, he was praising chloroform in glowing terms. 
all of us i most sincerely believe are called upon to employ it by every principle of true humanity as well as by every principle of true religion and as usual simpson met strong opposition from doctors and clergy who quoted the book of genesis in sorrow thou shall bring forth children in 1853 however john snow born of agon targaryen kidding john snow administered chloroform to queen victoria during the birth of her eighth child chloroform became widely accepted in obstetric practice after that event the developments of asepsis and anesthesia in 19th century paved the way for the introduction of cesarean section the name cesarean is probably derived not from julius caesar but from the latin cedre to cut the roman law ex cesare states that the woman who died in late pregnancy should be delivered soon after her death and if the baby died they should be buried separately the first cesarean section of modern times is attributed to a swiss soldier jacob nuffler who in 1500 gained permission from the authorities to operate on his wife after she had been in labor for several days she subsequently had five successful general deliveries leading some to doubt the authenticity of the story after nuffler the first cesarean sections with survival of the mother were performed in ireland by mary donally in 1738 in england by dr james barlow in 1793 and in america by dr john richmond in 1827 the first in british empire outside the british isles was performed in south africa before 1821 by james miranda barry though in fact cesarean sections had been performed in africa by indigenous healers for many years all these operations however were performed without anesthesia In the mid 19th century death rates remained high and cesarean section was often combined with hysterectomy. In 1880s with the advent of asepsis a conservative operation was developed and the classical operation a vertical incision in the upper part of the uterus became more frequently used. This incision does not heal well and in 1906 the modern lower segment operation was introduced which carries less risk of subsequent rupture. until the 20th century obstetrics had been limited to childbirth itself but the new century saw the introduction of antenatal care in 1901 dr john ballantine set aside a bed for antenatal patients in edinburgh royal infirmary antenatal clinics were opened in boston sydney edinburgh in 1911 12 and 15 respectively Obstetrics remained a branch of surgery until 1929 when the British College of Obstetrics and Gynecologists was founded through the drive and ruthlessness of William Blair Bell who first became the first president the first college to break away from the long established colleges of physicians and surgeons it was granted the title royal in 1938 in the 20th century there were a lot of developments in technique of instrumental delivery although numerous obstetricians have tried tried to achieve fame by making minor changes the simpson's design is still almost always used in 1950s tage malmstrom of sweden developed the modern vacuum extractor it causes less maternal trauma than forceps 
though it is less reliable in achieving delivery. The obstetric forceps have remained controversial throughout their history and in the 20th century a major reason was that they were used too readily and sometimes without the necessary skill. One of the major causes of mortality which we discussed was due to cuporal sepsis. And till a point of time, around 1930s, death was one of the most common end outcomes of pupil sepsis, amounting to around 25% of maternal mortality. This was a very important cause of maternal mortality which had to be addressed and which had to be treated. And this was treated when one of the dyes used to stain bacteria in staining processes came out to be bactericidal, meaning it killed the bacteria. That was called Prontosil. Prontosil was discovered in Germany and it was identified to kill bacteria and it just became so famous that it started spreading to all the countries and every country in the world started using it as soon as possible with very very small amounts of research because it really really saved people's lives. Along with Prontosil, a group of drugs called sulfuramides started to develop. These were sulfur containing antibiotics which had very good uh, side effect profile and very good uh, therapeutic profile against puperal sepsis. Penicillin on the other hand was also used and together with penicillin and sulfonamides a huge group of antibacterial drugs was identified and this led to further treatment and further improvement of puperal sepsis decreasing maternal mortality by a very very high number. The last thing which I want to talk about is going to be something called as ultrasound. Sonar was developed as a part of the World War II to find out submarines and to prevent uh, uh, torpedoes being attack attacking warships so on and so forth. Ultrasound was developed for some other purposes and it was actually used to identify lung pathologies in the, in the first place. Dr. Ian Donald as an obstetrician and he thought why shouldn't I use this for identifying a fetus, seeing that a fetus is inside water like a submarine. And he went on and he went to describe the first ultrasound done in which the patient was submerged in a bathtub and the examination was done using a very very uh, large equipment of an ultrasound machine. Further understanding of ultrasound principles and ultrasonography techniques uh, made doctors use water soluble gels instead of a water tub and we have now come to a time where we have three dimensional ultrasounds being done in real time and these are called 4D ultrasounds where you can actually see the entire baby uh, in, in, in baby in different parts and identify the structural anomalies and structural morphology of the baby and uh, that is actually a very very cool in, uh, you know, like investigation for us to identify birth defects. So behind a simple visit is a lot of suffering, pain and death. The discoveries, inventions and innovations of a lot of people have been brought together to achieve the understanding we have of medicine right now. From theorizing that uh, babies kick box out of their moms, spiking whiskey to make chloroform, washing hands using antibiotics, 
we have come a long way so in the next episode we are going to talk about something which plagues the minds of all women we will talk about pcos or polycystic ovarian syndrome till then this is dr arvind santosh signing off